It's great to be back with WGN. It's White Sox Weekly on the official radio station of the Chicago White Sox. 720 WGN. Great to have you, Jerry Reinsdorf. White Sox Weekly continuing, 720 WGN. Great to have... Michael Kopech in the studio. We'd rather you were in the dugout, and I, I know that's where you'd like to be, but uh, thanks for coming on up here, and uh, you're in town for a little quick checkup. Huh? So welcome to White Sox Weekly. Yeah, thanks, man. I'm glad to be on. Uh, yeah, so I'm just here basically trying to be a part of the team. <laughs> it's uh, It's been kind of a slow start for me because I'm down in Arizona right now, and I've been having to you know, watch what's been going on from afar. Um, but it still seems exciting, and I'm glad to be here and just see a little bit of it up close. Yeah, and I mean, I'm following you along Twitter, and you're rooting uh-huh. on your guys, and you've been getting, throwing Tim Anderson a ton of love. I know, I know you yeah. love what Seven's been doing. Yeah, no, T.A. is the man. I mean, he, he goes about his business the right way. He carries himself with a lot of confidence, and he leads the staff. I mean, it, it's really fun to just play with him on your team, and, you know, I... I I want to be physically a part of it, but I can't be. So it's just really cool to see him coming into himself and everybody really having fun so far because I think that's where it's going to start. So when you walk in the clubhouse down there, like, oh, there's Kopech. Does, does it feel like, you, like, do I have to reintroduce myself? What's, what, what's that like? <laughs> I kind of feel, honestly, I kind of feel like halfway part of the team. Like, I, I still, you know, love the guys. It's awesome being around everybody. But obviously, my time here was pretty restricted and i have about two weeks total on the major league baseball field so i kind of have a taste of it but you know it's it's just enough to know that i miss it a lot so yeah it was unbelievable when you when you came up last year and i know that uh i mean you i mean you're looking out the field right now it just you could feel this that you could you still sort of just feel that the excitement of that just the the debut sort of rolling through you a little bit absolutely i mean i it was electric that day. I, I really uh, I didn't know what to expect. I had no idea. I didn't expect that by any means. Um, but I don't think there's anything that can really compare to a moment like that. I was I felt so welcomed and so part of like you know part of the team already before I had ever thrown a pitch. So it, it was really cool to be a part of that. And one of my starts last year was against these guys, my former team. So it's cool to be here for this series too. Yeah, you were you were talking with the media yesterday, and of course you were asked about Chris Sale. And yeah. You remember that guy? But it's yeah. it, it's it's a compliment that you're traded for a guy that, that talent. And then I I I mean, you were asked if you're motivated by that. I'm thinking I'm motivated to be as good as I can be if I'm traded for this guy or that guy. I don't right. know how, how that all resonates with you. Yeah, no, and that that's pretty much the way I look at it. I mean, that, that's the only way you really can look at it because if you're always comparing yourself to the guy that you were traded for, or the guy that's your comparison or whatever, then you're kind of limiting yourself. Um, and I'm not saying that one day I'm going to be better than Chris Sale, but if I end up having that potential and I've limited myself to less, then I'll never know. you so. got you got to dream it big, right? right? I mean, why would you say, why can't I be better than him? I mean, you, right. w- you wouldn't be in this position right now uh, playing big league baseball right? if you didn't have you know a ton of confidence in yourself and you weren't dreaming it as big as possible. Right. Like uh, I mean, obviously I'm... I'm at a point where I'm not really trying to look too far ahead because I'm trying to take it day by day. But at the same time, my goal is to be the best I can possibly be. And whatever that potential ends up being, you know, is up to how well I handle it. Michael Kopech with us here on White Sox Weekly. White Sox and Red Sox coming up. All right, so let's go into that day-to-day. What What is a standard day for you right now? Um, You know, it, it's 
it's kind of tedious, but not too difficult. Um, I'm at a point where doing a lot of shoulder strengthening, a lot of uh, just range of motion stuff to make sure that I'm not cutting myself off or limiting myself or maybe getting too stiff. So it's a lot of little stuff. And then I'm full go in the weight room, so I'm I'm as strong as I've ever been. I'm probably in the best shape I've been in a couple of years. I, I feel really good going through everything. Um, it's just patience is what it is. That The main part of this process is patience. So I'm watching it today, and you're, you're throwing off flat ground. I think you just were telling me it's your second time you've done that? Yeah. So... I'm sitting here like, is he throwing too hard? Is he throw? Is he just feeling comfortable? It's like, how do how do you know how much you can let loose out there? Because you, you were, it looked to me like you were teeing it up. Uh, you know, I don't know if you, how, how close to 100 percent do you think you were going? Um, so I actually had this talk quite a bit with our staff, and it was basically, what does my percentage of perceived effort need to be? Um, how close to, you know, max effort do I need to be? Am I even anywhere near that? And the answer is no, really. I just need to kind of pull the reins back, slow down, um, realize that I am just close to halfway, uh, not really far enough along to be letting the ball rip. So I'm at a point where I'm just trying to have feel for the ball no matter how far I'm throwing. So I'll go out to 150 feet or so and then come back in and throw flat grounds. But my main focus is feel and it's not really effort. But it's human tendency, or just I, you, you you sort of want to know what's there at the same time, right? Yeah, absolutely. No, and I've uh, I've let a few go probably a little too hard, and I've been told immediately to hey, cut that out. So it's just, I. But the good news is I know I have more, so I I know I'm holding back. I yeah. I know that it's gonna be there when I need it to be there, but I don't need it right now. Is the thing? Yeah, that makes sense. So. Just for to try to explain to those of us uh, amateur softball playing at this, when you're talking about feel, and you have Tommy John, like how does the ball feel differently to you now than say before? Can you explain that? Yeah, kinda. It's it's not necessarily the way the ball itself feels in my hand. It's the way my arm feels when it moves, and and it's not a bad thing. It's just there's a new body part in there that's not used to what I've usually done, and so. While I'm trying to, you know, get back to feeling normal, so to speak, which was, for me, a high-effort guy, um, I have to start slow and build up a little bit and build up a little bit more all the way up until I've had feel, so to speak, from my lowest velocity to my highest velocity, which is something I kind of struggled with beforehand. I was the guy that would get out there, I'd rip the ball a few times, and then I'd feel good and loose. But I think this is ultimately going to help me with my command. So you would go throw to, to warm up for a game. How many pitches would it take you before you're ready to roll? Um, you know, if I was feeling good, I could probably be ready. To, I could probably be all the way out to the fence and back within 20 throws, and then on a mound in four or five minutes. Wow. Yeah, I, I would warm up pretty quick. But that probably has a lot to do with why I got hurt in the first place. So. I'm, I am going to be more cautious about that, and you know that that is part of the program. So, do you have to rework your mechanics of throwing, or are you going to throw, try to be the exact same way? Um, I wouldn't say the exact same way. I think that I think I'd be, you know, foolish to believe that my mechanics were perfect and unflawed and everything. So, I'm going to try to make tweaks to clean everything up. Uh, I don't think there's anything that needs to be really changed, but I could have a smoother arm path. I can have 
you know, more downhill angle. There's a lot of things that are small but add up, and I think that's really what I'm just going to do is try to focus and clean everything up. Is there any one particular in the organization right now that you're leaning on going through the process? Um, there's a few people. I mean, whether that's the guys in the clubhouse here with me um, or the training staff in Arizona or my strength coaches, everybody's been really supportive. And, I mean, obviously, aside from the team, I have the support of my family, so it's really easy to talk to them about it. It's been actually a pretty smooth process for me so far, and I I feel comfortable with where I'm at because of that. Michael Kopech for a couple uh, more minutes here on 720 WGN. You just had a birthday, right? Yeah, April 30th, yeah. Anything special? Uh, I got to go see the family. Um, first time in a little while because I've kind of bounced around since surgery. But uh, it's kind of funny. My nephew's birthday is April 26th. My sister's is April 29th. Mine's oh. April 30th. So we all kind of celebrate within a week there. And it's pretty cool to see them all together. My fiance has an April 30th birthday. Oh, it's a good birthday. <laughs> I haven't gotten her a gift yet. Got to work on that. Oh. Uh, story for another time. Uh, hey, I love what I, – I, I just – Love what you're doing as far as supporting the uh, p- people in the community. I know you're, we were talking about Tim before. Uh, you retweeted uh, autism awareness on Matt Harvey. You talked about justice for Luca, which was uh, an incident that was extremely troubling to see. You've you've talked. You're there seems to be like this big Michael Kopech heart that you want to put out there as you continue to you know, develop in the White Sox organization and have a foothold in Chicago. It seems like you want to do stuff off the field as well. Absolutely. And, you know, this is probably something that I should have a little bit more time to talk about, and I could talk about it for hours or days or weeks or whatever. But for me, it, it's really been, you know, a, come, a coming to myself or a realization or whatever you want to call it since I got called up that, you know, that wasn't it. I I didn't just get called up to have a big league career and you know make a lot of money and live a luxurious lifestyle. It, that that's not it for me. I have been fortunate enough to work myself to a platform that I can actually help people and people that need help. Um I'm not around a bunch of people that need help every day because I'm surrounded by my teammates who are fortunate enough to be major league baseball players, you know? So but I am at a point where I can reach people that do need help. And I think I would be selfish and unfair to not use that for that reason. So, I'm, yeah, I, I want to give back. I want to help people that need help. I want to, you know, if nothing else, just show people that, you know, we do care. We're not just athletes. You know, there, There's something that we can do that's a bigger picture. So I, I'm, you know, not for any any kind of notoriety not for any kind of light i don't want anything like that i just i truly do want to help people so i mean if i have the opportunity to do so i'm going to try to have you uh figured out a direction yet if, i'm assuming you're talking with the uh, white Sox charities or maybe just stuff that i i, I don't know you're in your own in your own world that's that's uh it's resonating on your heart um uh, i mean there's a few things just with helping you know people in need that are friends of mine or family or stuff like that but yeah, nothing, nothing crazy coming up. I, okay. I obviously my hair is still kind of long, and you know that's not a White Sox thing. But I, I am uh, gonna cut that and donate to charity. Uh, I think I'm gonna do uh, wigs for kids. I haven't really looked into it too much yet, but that that's the plan anyway. That's why it's a little longer than usual right now. But um, I mean, just 
any kind of help, I think, is really where my heart lies, nowhere specific. Yeah, I, I mean, I think it's awesome, and you you have a great chance to be extremely successful here on the field. But like the, all this, what you know, you're so young to have this as something that's important to you. I, the the potential for where you could take this and how much impact you can have in Chicago is huge. Which is, I think, just super exciting for you, for the organization, for the city, all yeah. of it. Uh, you you know, you I just saw the last one. You you put the Steve Jobs out there with his last letter. Yeah. He's, he says, it doesn't matter if you're on a $300 watch or a $30 watch. They both tell time. Right. You don't get to take the money with you. So right. th- I, mean, I think that's a good metaphor for people. It doesn't, it doesn't matter if you're you know, on that side of the line or this side of the line when you're at a Major League Baseball game. We're still people. You know, it, we're, we're, we're equals, man. And that's, that's the thing that kind of gets skewed is like we're looked at as almost larger than life a lot of times. And... Really, it, it it almost seems overwhelming to us, but I know it has to seem overwhelming to fans when we approach them. But I just want it to be genuine. Yeah, it, the overwhelming part just makes me think of just pictures over time where I like it makes me think of Michael Jordan and like they're just reaching out to touch him like he's some biblical figure or whatever. And it's like right. that is right. a really really good basketball player, but it is also at the end of the day a human being. Exactly. You I mean you're a professional baseball player, you're a great pitcher, but you right. also like you leave the field, right? You, you go eat dinner, <laughs> you, you have you know. But yeah. it, but we and it's we do we I mean kids, adults, they they look yeah. up to you. So and then how do you find out what actually is reality? Right. You know? But we have to take advantage of the fact that people do look up to us and use that for a greater good, not for selfish reasons. So I mean, it definitely has its benefits. I look forward to talking to you further, Michael. It's awesome. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, best of luck in the rehab. Great to see you. You coming Thank back you. again this summer? Do you know? I should, but I'm not sure. I'm told what to do, and then I just follow. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll see you then. Thanks for taking time today. Yeah, man. Thank you. Michael Kopech, White Sox Weekly, 720 WGN.